0: What's poppy, y'all? You know what time it is. Welcome to today's edition of Count It right here on PointsBet. I'm your host, Kazim Famiwide, giving you everything in the world of hoops, the NBA, college, all things basketball culture. You know what we're doing here. Going to get into last night's games. We got the prop queen, Ariel Epstein, pulling up to give you the top props of the night. And, of course, I'm going to give you my picks on everything going on in the NBA tomorrow night and this weekend, but... Before we get into any of that, you know what it's time to do. It's time to get into the tip-off and talk about everything that happened in the NBA last night. And boy, yesterday, we talked about the main event on the NBA on TNT. LeBron James and Luka Doncic, the Dallas Mavericks, heading into Los Angeles at the Crypt. Uh, the Crypt takes some some getting used to, doesn't it? The Crypt doesn't have the same ring to it as stable Center. But in any case, Luka Doncic pulling up to the Lakers and, of course, coming out with a 119-113 double overtime win. And yesterday, I told you it was going to be a duel. It was going to be prime time. And boy, oh boy, was it. What a game. It, it, it went from... A 90s-style, slow-down, hacking, slow, physical-paced game to a double overtime thriller when two of the brightest stars in the NBA and LeBron James and Luka Doncic going at it at the end. But in the end, Luka Doncic finishes off the Lakers in double overtime. You know the lines already. When you're talking about Luka Doncic, when you give him that much time to play with, it's almost a given. He's going to give you a triple-double, and that's exactly what he did. His 56th career – sorry, that was a little bit of hiccup right there. A 56th career triple-double in his career. 35 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists. But that was not the story from last night. The biggest story coming away from that game was what happened at the end of regulation – L.A. Lakers coming back from a 19-point deficit in the fourth quarter to tie the game and send it into overtime. And it came down to one last shot when House Party producer and star LeBron James, amongst other things, uh, gets a pass, kicks it out to Tim Brown Jr. for a wide-open three to possibly win the game. And Tim Hardaway Jr. of the Dallas Mavericks, Uh, gets away with a controversial no call. Uh, So let's talk about it real quick. Chief crew, Josh Tiven, I mean, crew chief of the referees that night, Josh Tiven said, quote, unquote, Hardaway Jr. got a piece of the ball on the closeout and then does make some high five contact, which is legal. And that play was correctly no called. Troy Brown replied to that uh, in the press conference saying, quote, it is what it is, that's not my job to ref, and I'm not going to sit here and decide who should have done what. And when a reporter tried to follow up with that story, LeBron, who was within earshot of the reporter, said, and I quote, and this is the best part, I have my own podcast, because I don't have to blur myself. No, it's a fucking foul, James said strongly for everyone in the room to hear. It's a foul no matter what Brown says. It's a fucking foul. That shit is blatant, and they should have called it, end quote. And to my eyes, yeah, it was a foul. And, yeah, he should have went to the line with an opportunity to win the game in overtime. But this is counted, y'all. This is points bet. So once I seen the team going into overtime, I said, yes. Let's hit some overs, right? (laughs) Because it was a pretty low scoring game up until that point. And uh, if he got the over on points at the Mavericks, that was your winning wager for the night. uh, Hitting over 237 and a half points with the final score of 119 115 for the Dallas Mavericks. I mean,. A really, really tough beat at the end of the game. If you called it right before, if you got it early in the day like I did, and uh, you know you got it at two thirty-six, you would have you would have felt some type of way, but. An incredible game, nonetheless. Uh, Christian Wood, 24-14. and 14. If you listen to the prop queen yesterday, she told you get in on that double-double prop, and Christian Wood came through with it. And don't we love overtime games? Because when you're getting in these player props and getting in and needing more time to get more points, more rebounds, more assists, whatever it is you need to get those green on those sheets, overtime games are your best friends. And the Lakers and the Mavericks did exactly what needed to be done for folks to clean up last night. Some other stat lines from that game. Russell Westbrook came off the bench, scoring a season-high 28 points. LeBron James, 24-16-9, and nine, one assist of a triple-double for the Lakers, uh, who have lost two straight games since their five-game uh, winning streak that came to an end against the Denver Nuggets just a few nights ago. Every time I see LeBron James and Luka Doncic match up with with each other, you got to think LeBron James is looking a little bit at Luka, kind of like the Spider-Man meme, right? But in different ways. You know, Luka may not be as explosively athletic. He may not be as flashy as LeBron James, uh, and, and Luka might be a better shooter around the same age. But when we're talking about the same sort of efficiency and effectiveness that both of those guys have on every aspect of the game, Luka Doncic is quickly turning into the heir apparent of LeBron James. I mean... Just a guy who is completely dominant in all facets of the game. Are there things that Luka can improve here and there? Yeah, sure. He could be a little bit of a better free throw shooter. Could he be a little bit more efficient from three point? Yeah, sure, possibly. But a lot of those threes sometimes come from step backs and having a contested uh, defender in his face. But the parallels in career between Luka Doncic and LeBron James are getting closer and closer every single year, man. Luka, who is not even in his fifth season in the NBA yet, is just putting up historically great numbers every time out. And he's the reason why he is the leading – he's leading the pack as far as MVPs are concerned in the NBA this season. In a year where there are many players that could be considered – for the NBA's most valuable player. But as it stands right now, Luka Doncic is the head of the pack when it comes to the guys like Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant, um, and, of course, Jason Tatum, who we're going to talk about right now. Last night on the other side of the coast, the Boston Celtics hit up the Brooklyn Nets, and a late scratch – For uh, Jalen Brown, uh, for folks who may have listened to the show yesterday, I told you guys the Brooklyn Nets had their work cut out for them yesterday as uh, they were going to start their first game without Kevin Durant for the foreseeable future, at least – four weeks it looks like but if you're being realistic with yourself and the Brooklyn Nets can uh, find a way to tread water you're you're likely looking at Kevin Durant either right before or right after the NBA All-Star game so this is going to be a very important stretch for the Brooklyn Nets and even though they put up a hell of a fight to the Boston Celtics without Jalen Brown they still came up just a little bit short it's the fifth win in a row for the Boston Celtics and um Man, it was another incredible game for Jason Tatum. His 12-game streak of 25-point games came to an end. However, he still did ball out with 22 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Great game for Jason Tatum. Um, You know... Jalen Brown has an uh, abductor strain, right? So right now we're looking at the top of the Eastern Conference, the two top teams, the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets, going to be without at least one of their top guns for the foreseeable future. According to Brown, he said that um, you know he might take a week or some change off to let his abductor uh, heal a little bit, and uh, for KD, obviously he's going to be out a little bit longer than that um the Celtics tightened up at the halftime uh last night as close as it was and uh the defense that the Boston Celtics have really become being known for especially under Joe Missoula, uh held the Brooklyn Nets to 38 percent shooting um when you miss a guy like Kevin Durant the only way to make up those 30 points per game that uh KD comes up with is to do it by committee and guys like Seth Curry T.J. Warren uh, Joe Harris all stepped up, but one of the most intriguing stat lines that you will see anywhere belonged to somebody who was not around last season when Kevin Durant was hurt, and that's Ben Simmons. Uh, if you remember last year, uh, the season for the Brooklyn Nets completely went off the rails when Kevin Durant got hurt, uh, and there was no Ben Simmons, and there was no Kyrie Irving. They went 8-16 in that time, but last night Ben Simmons had probably one of his best games of the season without scoring a single point. Nine rebounds, 13 assists. I mean, I think a few episodes ago – I told you guys that Ben Simmons has the opportunity to be the Draymond Green of this Brooklyn Nets squad, right? Kyrie Irving obviously playing the Steph Curry world. Kevin Durant doing Kevin Durant things. They've got shooters on each side between Yuta Watanabe and uh, Joe Harris. T.J. Warren, bubble T.J. Warren made a surprise appearance yesterday. We haven't seen him in a few years, uh, but he's a professional bucket getter nonetheless. Ben Simmons, even though he didn't score a single point, the efficiency and the ability to push the rock is something that can really keep the Brooklyn Nets afloat with no Kevin Durant. The only way you can make up for that amount of points, especially the way Kevin Durant scores his points, you got to realize Kevin Durant isn't necessarily jetting up and down the court like he used to back in the day. You know, A lot of his offensive firepower comes from the mid-range and being able to slow the game down and be efficient as possible. Uh, with Ben Simmons getting ready to be called upon to lift up that team and do more than he was uh, asked to lately. The best thing he can do is get his team more possessions. Ben Simmons, for what he doesn't do offensively, he makes up for in nearly almost every other aspect of the basketball game. He plays incredible defense. He can rebound over tough rebounders. He's 6'10", big body. You're talking about a guy who has just incredible court vision coming into the NBA. There were, I mean, it sounds blasphemous now, obviously, but those LeBron James comparisons were pretty on point because somebody as big as him, as strong as him, as fast as him, being able to see the court like he does, doesn't really come around that often, you know? So uh, Ben Simmons, it would be nice for him to get buckets. It would be nice for him to score some points. It would be nice for him to even look at the rim sometimes. But when Kevin Durant comes back, he's going to be able to play that role to perfection. And if he can be able to spell Kyrie Irving of a lot of the ball handling opportunities and the distractions that he'll have to bring, you know, just being a bona fide scorer, Um, that's going to help that team a lot because what the Boston Celtics did is exactly what a lot of NBA teams are going to do when they go up against this Brooklyn Nets team. They got to focus and zero in on Kyrie Irving, the biggest threat on that Brooklyn Nets team. The Boston Celtics held Kyrie Irving to 9 of 24 uh, scoring. Um, Good, decent night for him, but obviously a lot of those shots had to be forced, especially when you don't got a guy like Kevin Durant sort of uh, taking away a little bit of that attention and giving Kyrie Irving more room to operate as much of a wizard as he is with the basketball. So there's a little bit of a blueprint out there for folks to defeat the Brooklyn Nets in their time that is that they don't have Kevin Durant on the court. Earlier today, I said uh, I I misspoke. Jason Tatum didn't have 22 points. He had 20 points and 11 rebounds. His 17th double-double of the season and uh, his third in the last five games when the Celtics have gone 5-0. and um, Obviously, Jalen Brown being out for a week or two may not really uh, slow down the Boston Celtics, who are working like a well-oiled machine. Right now, Marcus Smart, who recently came back from injury, has uh, had a lot to do with that as well. But the others in the Boston Celtics have really been stepping up. I'm talking about Derek White, the Time Lord, Robert Williams, Grant Williams as well. I mean, as long as Jason Tatum is playing at such an efficient level as a scorer and being able to facilitate as well, they are going to be just fine without Jalen. And the Celtics continue to be the class of the Eastern Conference. The winning wagers, obviously, Celtics covering. And, uh, you know, it was a little bit of a lower scoring game without KD and Jalen Brown, which is be to, which was to be expected. And if you listened to me yesterday, calling that under on the Celtics and Nets game. you cashed out just a little bit. And speaking of listening to me yesterday, Dame Dalla. Taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers with the Portland Trail Blazers dropping a 50 ball against Cleveland, but it wasn't enough. But again, if you listen to me, you would have seen this coming. Two of last two of Dame Dollar's last games, he went over 30 points. He continued that streak tonight. Uh, Well, last night with the 50 ball against the Cleveland Cavaliers. But the Cavaliers are just way too tough this year, man. Uh, The the Blazers lost their fifth straight game after uh, a very solid start to the season. Um, I really thought that they were really starting to turn it around. Guys like Jeremy Grant was starting to step up. Shaden Sharp, uh, incredibly efficient. Anthony Simons, a very fun young scorer and player for the Portland Trail Blazers. And Dame did everything he could to try and end this current losing streak for the Portland Trail Blazers, but it obviously wasn't enough. That 50 ball, though. (laughs) That's all that matters. And in a season where scoring is at a premium for everybody around the league, uh, the NBA is on pace to outscore – well, I'm sorry. The NBA is on pace to have more 50-point scorers just in the first half of the season than the entire 2021-22 season combined. Dame Dollar throws his name in the hat with another 50-point game to add to that total for this season, joining guys like Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, uh, Donovan Mitchell, who we'll talk about in a little bit, and many other players who have been absolutely scorching the Nets This year, I don't know if it's been increased uh, play. I don't know if it's uh, increased pace uh, for the game. Obviously, the players are just becoming better and better every single year. And let's not skirt around it. I think the NBA and the league are encouraging all this extra scoring in the NBA. And if you're a guy who's on points bet or you're somebody who likes to get in on some of these props every single night, that is good news for you. If you listen to shows like this, and if you get in and, and you see these matchups and understand, hey, here's an opportunity where somebody could go off and get them overs, get in it in while you can, man. Get it in before these referees start to really crack down on the rules and you know, somebody starts having points of emphasis on certain games because right now, the NBA is doing nothing but rewarding high scoring, rewarding high efficiency, rewarding the three-point shot and all of those things being considered if you're a better, especially for star players, especially for matchups like this. The Cleveland Cavaliers are a great team in the Eastern Conference. They're going to make a lot of noise. However, their backcourt is not necessarily where the defensive strength lies. It's obviously in their frontcourt. Guys like Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, uh, Carice LaVert, um, Isaac Ocaro, those guys lock up. But when you got somebody, a flamethrower like Dame Dollar, who's trying to end the losing streak for his team, and you know any given night he's going to go off for more than 25, 30 points, you put some money on behind that and you can cash in on something like that. And if you did it, you walked away with a nice chunk of change last night as Dame Do- Dame Lillard dropped 50 points, even though it was in a loss against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The winning wagers last night, the Cavs obviously cover and go over 224 points. You knew it was going to be a lot of offense uh, scored in that game, and it did not disappoint. Cavs win 119-113. And last but certainly not least, uh, we all got league pass favorite teams. You all got favorite basketball teams we like to watch. And I have a confession, counted watchers and listeners, the Oklahoma City Thunder are starting to become my cutesy wootsy favorite basketball team <laughs> right now. They're young, they're fun, they score, and they are always a sexy pick for an upset. I called it yesterday. I did not like that 10-point. Uh I did not like that 10-point favorite that the Philadelphia 76ers had at home. Uh, I've seen the Thunder more than a handful of times this year, and they are always primed to surprise Vegas, surprise betters, And I think people just see Oklahoma City, see their youth, and just assume that this is the same old Oklahoma City Thunder of old, that team's just going to roll over them. Shea Gilgis alexander is turning into one of the more premier guards in the NBA. I saw a tweet. A couple of days ago and I don't know who said it but they said at this moment who are your top five guards in the NBA not named Steph Curry or John Morant and I got to thinking and you know obviously there's 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 Dame Lillard and you know Dame Lillard not necessarily playing you know bad basketball but For some reason, his name doesn't really come up as much as it used to because maybe it's Portland, maybe it's the time zone, maybe people aren't paying attention, maybe people are asleep, who knows. But Shea Gildress Alexander is in that conversation, you know. He dropped 37 points against the Philadelphia 76ers, one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Big upset. And, uh, man, those guys uh, just – so fun to watch between the Jalen's, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, led by SGA, who was unafraid of the big moments, who has just a bag as big as a duffel. He is absolutely scorching the league. And maybe they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. Maybe they're not even gonna make the play in. But that might be the scariest thing to happen if that doesn't happen. You know, you're kind of hoping this team makes a playoff push because if they end up missing the playoffs and they they happen to get another lottery talent and they have Chet Holmgren coming back next year, who I'm very high on. I watched Chet Holmgren play a lot of basketball over these years in high school and in Gonzaga, and he's going to be a guy that's going to be a very big difference maker for that team once he gets on that court. The way Shea Gilders-Alexander is evolving, the way Josh Giddy is turning into a, a, lo- a, a LaMelo ball clone as far as height and being able to pass and do everything on the court. The Thunder and them picks that they have been gorging and hoarding for several years are starting to bear fruit. And if I'm a Western Conference team, I want absolutely nothing to do with the Thunder this time next year, if they're healthy. If they're healthy. Health being the biggest component here. But Shea Gildress Alexander, I gotta give it up to him. Outplaying guys like James Harden, going up against an MVP candidate in, in, in Embiid and that Sixers squad. What a game for SGA. What a win for the Thunder. And it's not the only time they've done it this year. If you were watching the NBA, And you want to get on some good upset picks. The Thunder have always been a sexy pick all season long. They proved it last night. They're going to continue to prove it all season behind the play of some of their exciting young players. And that's it for last night's tip-offs and the look around the league and everything going on in the NBA You know what we're doing next. The prop queen, Ariel Epstein, will be joining me right here on Count It to talk all things props around the NBA. Don't go nowhere. More Count It with your boy, Fami Fahmiwide, right after this short break. You know what time it is. It's time to check in with the prop queen, Ariel Epstein. What's going on, Ariel?
1: What's up, Kaz? Happy Friday.
0: Happy Friday. You cashed off a lot of bets last night, so I want to say thank you, as always, for doing what you do.
1: Thank you, Appreciate as you. always, for having me. I mean, I, last night, felt much better than two nights ago. Yes. Also, have to give a shout-out because the Lakers-Mavs game made me feel way less bad about handicapping today's games until about 1.30 in the morning <laughs> Eastern time. Thank you for double OT.
0: Yes, that was very much needed. I told you. The NBA TNT games, Luca LeBron, always prime for some craziness. But that was last night. Let's talk about tonight. Let's get some top props for tonight's later games. Starting off. With my new favorite sweetheart team in the NBA, the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the <laughs> Chicago Bulls on the road. Second night of a back to back. The Thunder open up as four and a half underdogs. Uh, the money line is 110. Uh, oh, The money line is 160. Sorry. And the uh, yeah, that feels pretty good to me. What is your top prop for tonight?
1: So we're going to throw something into an SGP later on. So we'll get to that. However, there are two players that I'm targeting in this game for Chicago. That's Nikola Vujovic, their center, and Zach Levine. The problem here is that Zach Levine's prop is way too high at 30 and a half. I absolutely loved him to have anything between the 25 to 27 and a half range. You mentioned no DeMar DeRozan, the team's leading shooter. However, it's really been shooting guards and guards in general that have had a lot of success against Oklahoma City. The Thunder are bottom 10 in points allowed in the paint. They are bottom 10 in points allowed overall. Bottom 10 in rebounds allowed overall. That's why I like the big man Nikola Vucevic, but also looking at uh, getting Zach Levine some points in the paint. These props... They just, numbers-wise, don't match up with my averages. When it comes to Vucevic, he's averaging close to 10 rebounds, not 13. Mm. His prop's 12 and a half. Ooh. Don't want to bet that. I also look to the points for Levine. Levine's prop 30 and a half. He's averaging close to 27. These numbers are just too inflated, which is why, instead of betting these props, me and you are going to look at the SGP later on.
0: Yes. Let's do We're going to put a pin in that. We're going to talk about it a little bit later, but... Let's get to the next game on tonight's slate. The New York Knicks head to Washington, the nation's capital, to take on the Wizards. You know we love a good revenge game. Even we called the Harden Thunder game a revenge game, even though it kind of wasn't. But poor is taking on the New York Knicks. Chris App's having a pretty good season this year when he's on the floor, and the Knicks having a pretty good season when Jalen Brunson is on the floor. What's your top prop for tonight in that matchup?
1: I absolutely love this. Now Porzingis to go over points plus rebounds even to have a double-double. I don't have numbers yet because Porzingis didn't play last game. Not Triple played today. Yet, what do we know about the NBA? <laughs> These players tend to sit out the game before a revenge spot. Yes. A lot of them do. <laughs> Porzingis has crushed the Knicks in the five games he's played against New York since being traded to Dallas. Now he's on Washington. However, he is averaging just below 21 points a game and 10.5 rebounds in five games against the Knicks. It still should be okay because the Knicks, even though they are a top-10 defense when it comes to points allowed... They struggle on the boards and the Knicks are the 10th worst defense when it comes to rebounding in addition to being horrible against centers. The Knicks, even though they do have Mitchell Robinson, they have Julius Randle. For some reason this year, opposing centers have had a lot of success on the boards. Now you get poor Zingis, who's Still probably if I'm if I'm Porzingis, I hate New York. I hate the next
0: <laughs> why, 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 why do you hate New York? I mean we he were got so...
1: booed when he got drafted. Yeah, That's true. That, that is would true. stick with me my whole life. And then you get traded. <laughs> yeah. That would stick with me. I would love for Kristaps Porzingis to go off tonight against New York. Be a part of it. There's nothing more fun than being part of it from a betting perspective in a revenge game. Mm-hmm. Over for Porzingis on points plus rebounds or bet his double-double. Again, no numbers out yet. Still waiting to see if he's starting. If he is, go take it.
0: Um, I'm looking forward to that game. I always love when we get to play Porzingis. It still mm, still burns you inside a little bit if you're a Knicks fan. But Jalen Broughton absolutely torching the past couple of games, averaging over 33.5 points in the year 2023 he's been on an absolute heater i don't expect that to stop with the washington wizards uh coming on the next slate let's also talk about my other favorite team in the nba over on the west coast the houston rockets taking on the sacramento kings it's a sacramento game i'm hoping to light the beam it's the second time they're playing each other within the week what's your top prop for that game tonight
1: this is the third time giving out this player in the last week i, I
0: already know what you're going for Give we're it to going me.
1: with the rocket center <laughs> up yes. i <laughs> love him now the problem here he did disappoint me two nights ago in this same exact matchup against the Kings mm-hmm. because instead of going over his points plus rebounds, Shingoon decided to be really rude and post a triple-double <laughs> that didn't go over his points plus rebounds. <laughs> what do they say about insanity? You just keep going back over and over? Yes. I know I'm insane. Yes. I am. I'm doing it again. We're going over. Points plus rebounds for Shingun. You can take his over points. You can take the double-double. I like points plus rebounds the most because it's the market that I just like to target. However, double-double, definitely worth the sprinkle on Shingun. This Sacramento team has really struggled in points allowed in the paint. Whenever up against a team that's bottom 10 in points allowed in the paint, Shingun's averaging between 15 and 20 points a game. And then on the boards as well, averaging close to 10 rebounds a game, he's averaging a double-double when up against teams' bottom 10 in points allowed in the paint. That's why you've got to go look to Shingun whenever he's in these matchups Nonetheless, he just posted a triple-double. He's not going to have 10 assists again. That was a career high for shang Focus more on scoring on your own. Don't get into foul trouble. Five minutes into the game, please, Shingoon. Then we will be able to hit our points props. We're able to hit the rebounds and let someone else dish the ball out. It's not your job.
0: <laughs> Ariel's trying to look out for you, Sangoon, okay? Get your points, get your props. You're a favorite of hers. And if you're a favorite of hers, that means I'm probably in...
1: Shingoon's number one fan. You have to be at right? this
0: point. You know, I mean, hey, if, if Ariel likes you, that means a lot of people who make money like you too. Last but not least, the Golden State Warriors taking on the San Antonio Spurs. Steph Curry is back. What's your prop for tonight?
1: Got to take advantage of the boards and bet the over nine and a half rebounds for the Spurs center, Jakob Podel. He is one of the best centers in the league when it comes to rebounding the ball. He crushes with double-digit rebounds all the time. The Warriors are the sixth worst rebounding defense in the NBA. And that is going to give a lot of opportunities for the Spurs center. Podal's averaging just about 10 rebounds a game against teams that are bottom 10 in rebounds allowed. And the Warriors in the last 10 games, they're allowing about 11 and a half rebounds a game to the centers on the other side. Go bet this over of nine and a half rebounds for Podal.
0: Uh, th- they are they have been struggling the past few games Steph Curry did return in the last game mm-hmm. a little bit of a disappointment in that L that they took I expect the Warriors and Curry to get back on the good foot and get things going catch that game tonight on ESPN at 7:30 p.m. but after all those games what is the best bet for tonight's slate of NBA games
1: Oh, The best bet, I probably would have to go with Porzingis. Mm. I'm still waiting on the numbers, though, so that's a really bad best bet to give out <laughs> with no numbers. I guess then let's go back to shang I yes. still love shang with his over on points plus rebounds at 23.5. It's funny, last night it came out, the same exact numbers, Juice to the under. I was a little worried on points bet, thinking – a player that just posted a triple double facing the same team who he really should do well against. Why are the unders getting juiced? Right. Looked at it this morning. Not only are the numbers not juiced to the under and juiced to the over, each of Shingun's props have gone up by a point. <laughs> now it's 24 and a half points plus rebounds. Now his points prop went up to I think 14 and a half, and his double double. I didn't check the updated numbers. However, again. Worth it to sprinkle on the double double.
0: Feels good to me. I'm thinking. Uh, I like. I like the other side of that matchup on the Knicks Wizards. Julius Randle, who's been playing very well uh, and getting a lot of rebounds, really. So uh, he's a minus 350 for a double double tonight. I think that goes up if Chris Porzingis isn't playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he plays very physical against Chris Porzingis. I think he's kind of he's kind of like the the, the stepchild in the Knicks Porzingis sort of relationship. You know, he kind of came in and did everything that. You know they wanted poor Zingas to do and uh let's let's see let's see if Julius Randle steps up and continues his strong play this year he's kind of been you think a he's
1: okay with Jalen Brunson being the star right now oh I
0: think he is especially after last year and everything that happened with Julius Randle. I just think he's happy to have any sort of help <laughs> on that team and they've been both playing like borderline all-stars this year we'll see where the votes get them we'll see where coaches place him. but as far as like stats and numbers wise they've been absolutely crushing it this year and they Hope to continue uh, against the Washington Wizards tonight. Ariel Epstein. The we prop- didn't do our
1: SGP. We
0: didn't do our SGP. Oh, my gosh. Almost, almost signed you up before doing our SGP. I know.
1: I knew you were going to do that. My as bad. soon as you went right to best bet, I you said, know, do you not want to give out our SGP It wasn't anymore? here.
0: You know, when I got my, 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 my rundown right here, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I'm like, you know, Go fuck yourself, Sky. Kaz is, San Diego. Just, <laughs> is
1: just getting a little nervous because we're gonna do, we're gonna split a leg. Yes. Splitting a leg on the I'm HGP. not nervous when
0: I'm splitting a leg with you. Though. Okay. Like you're I, I trust you, you know? So let's 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 get to it. It's my favorite team of the moment, the <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. Isn't that the best part of betting? Yes. It's it, always the team of the moment. <laughs> it's always it's always whoever's hot right now. And I'm being I'm being a little weird here because this is it's the second night of a back-to-back. It was an upset win over the Philadelphia 76ers. But I like the Thunder to not cover, right? I think the Thunder—it's a four and a half point spread at the moment, right now with the Chicago Bulls. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people expected to. So
1: you think they do cover? I
0: yes. Okay. I I think there's there's no DeRozan. Uh, The Thunder are relatively healthy. The game was a little bit of a laugher, so they got a little bit of a rest, so it wasn't, you know, there's not a whole lot of stress and last-minute pressure from that Sixers game yesterday. They won pretty comfortably, so I think they'll come out with a similar sort of energy. And they got young legs in Chicago, so I like the Thunder tonight. Add to my leg area. All right.
1: So in addition to the Oklahoma City plus four and a half, I'm gonna go bet an alternate points prop on the shooting guard for the Bulls, Zach Levine, to go over 25 points. Now, Levine is averaging just below 28 points a game when he's up against teams that are bottom 10 and points allowed in the paint. Looking back at the last 10 games for Oklahoma City, they have allowed for guards to absolutely destroy them in the paint, <laughs> hence why guards are averaging about 22 points a game against Oklahoma City in the last 10. Now you take out DeMar DeRozan. You have a player like Levine who's a pretty big guard in regards to size, and now he's going to de- demolish this Oklahoma City defense. I'll take the over of 25 points, take that in a parlay with your plus four and a half, and we get that at a plus 140 SGP.
0: You talk to any Chicago Bulls fan, and they'll tell you there might be a little bit of rumblings between Levine and DeRozan. Levine might be feeling the type of way that DeRozan's kind of coming and taking a lion's share of shots since he's gotten in there. No DeRozan tonight. I expect Levine to put him up early and often against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So I like that leg. I think we're going to cash out tonight. I think we're good. hope so.
1: Be a good start
0: to a Friday. Yes, that's right. A very good start to a Friday. Ariel Epstein, the prop queen. It is always a pleasure talking props with you right here on Count It. Don't go anywhere, people. You're going to get my picks for the night before we wrap it up on this Friday edition of Count It right here on Points Bet. Stick around, people. More right after this break. Welcome back to Count It right here with your boy Kazim Famuide. Let's take a look at tonight's slate and my picks – for all the action tipping off at the NBA tonight. My New York Knicks head down to the nation's capital to take on the Washington Wizards. They open up as four-and-a-half-point favorites against the Wizards. The over-under is 222 points. I like a Julius Randle double-double prop. It's minus 350 right now on, on points bet, and in nine of his last 10 games, Julius Randle has had a double-double with possibly no poor Zingas in this game. And even if there is... Poor Zingus in this game. There's always a little bit of that extra edge whenever the Latvian has taken on the New York Knicks and they have won five of their last six games. I like the Julius Randle double-double and I like the Knicks to cover on that game against the Washington Wizards. Let's take on the Denver Nuggets visiting the Los Angeles Clippers At the Crip tonight, they open up as two-and-a-half-point favorites, the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, mind you. And the over-under is 224-and-a-half points. Kawhi Leonard will be playing today. Paul George possibly will not be playing. But a prop that I like for this game is Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris has been a a great go-to scorer in Paul George's absence or Kawhi Leonard's absence, which seems to be a little bit more often than what happens with P.G., However, in nine of his last ten games, Marcus Morris has hit over two three-pointers. Marcus Morris, the prop right now, is two and a half uh, for uh, the player for the Los Angeles Clippers. I loved him a lot when he was over here, and he's always been a capable shooter for the Clippers. I like that prop, but I do like the Nuggets to defeat the Clippers tonight and, uh, not, and cover that spread. Uh, nuggets at Clippers tonight in Los Angeles. Thirdly, kind of a confusing game right here. The Atlanta Hawks taking on the Indiana Pacers. Lots of point guard injuries between both of these teams. Tyrese Halliburton uh, out for at least two weeks after suffering a knee bruise against the New York Knicks a few nights ago. And Trey Young who was out with a non-COVID-related illness this last game and uh, still a game-time decision tonight. They still open up as two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. The over-under is 238-and-a-half points. Uh, Deontay Murray is looking at 19-and-a-half points for his line. I think he's going to shoot it early and often and without Tyrese Halliburton to get in the way. You can just look at what Jalen Brunson did to that same backcourt without Tyrese Halliburton, especially in the second half of the game last night. I like Deontay Murray's 19 and a half points, taking the over there. And uh, he's a little bit more stable than Trey Young at the moment. You know, he's kind of been feast or famine all season long, especially with those ill-advised long three-pointers that uh, have caused the Hawks to be a little bit of a disappointment this year. But tonight... In Indiana, I think Deontay Murray gets it going, especially on the road. He's been a great performer uh, when he's been a visiting player all season long for the Atlanta Hawks. And last but not least – Another game that I got on my radar: the Golden State Warriors taking on the pesky San Antonio Spurs. I'm taking the points because last time the uh, the Golden State Warriors lost to a Phoenix Suns team who has been decimated by injuries. Granted, it was Stephen Curry's return game after having a few weeks off with that shoulder injury. Uh, shooting sleeve Steph will be in the building tonight. I think he shakes off a little bit of that rust, and uh, but Keldon Johnson. Is going to shoot that thing early and often, man. I've watched a lot of Keldon Johnson over the years, even when he was part of Team USA, and he has one of the greenest lights in the NBA. I don't even know if the San Antonio Spurs are just trying to win games or just trying to juice up Keldon Johnson's points this season. However, his line is over at 230, uh, two, 23 and a half points. Uh, for this Warriors game and the Spurs play decent at home. They played the Memphis Grizzlies pretty tough early this week. I think they're going to play the Warriors pretty tough as well. However, I do have the Warriors getting back on track with this game. Um, so actually, I'm going to take the under here on Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green. Their job is going to be hounding Keldon Johnson All game long. He's going to get a lot of shots for the San Antonio Spurs. And I think the Golden State Warriors want to get back on the good foot, especially with their main man, Steph Curry, back in action, taking the Warriors over the Spurs on the road, taking the under on points for Keldon Johnson, who might have a lot of defensive matchup nightmares with those long and scary wings of the reigning NBA champion, Golden State Warriors. Don't go anywhere, people. We got more Count It after the break. The Prop Queen is going to join me one more time to tell you what to watch for this weekend in the NBA. Don't go nowhere. More Count It right after the break. Welcome back to Count It. Kaz here, the Prop Queen, Ariel Epstein. Let's wrap up this weekend with what we're looking forward to in the NBA this weekend. Ariel, what you got your eyes on?
1: I cannot wait for Sunday night at 9 p.m. where I'm going to have to have two screens watching football and this game between the Lakers and the Sixers. LeBron James is closing in on 38,000 points. (sighs) Now, yes, it's a round number. It's a huge milestone. The reason it's most important is because once LeBron hits... 38 K he's 387 points away from tying Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time points record for leading scorer in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And that is just a huge moment. Nonetheless, for LeBron to do it against one of the best centers in the league, Joel Embiid and against Philly where he just like, it's just such a perfect matchup for him to hit 38 K. So I'm looking forward to Sunday night.
0: Do you think he breaks Kareem's record before or after the all-star break?
1: That's a lot of math,
0: guys. I'm, I'm thinking 300 something points. Okay, that's maybe. Well,
1: if we do, th- how many games do we have? I could try to do this math live. So, let's how many see. games do we have till the All Star break? About? Okay,
0: uh, the All Star break is around what February? Thir- let's just say we got a month of games left. Let's give or take maybe like 12, maybe like. So let's or say 12 games times mm-hmm.
1: LeBron doing about 25 points a game is 300.
0: Mm-kay. Okay, okay, I think that's feasible. I think they can get that before the All Star break, maybe if he doesn't miss any games no he's gonna sit out he's a gonna few. sit some games yeah, definitely.
1: it would probably have to be what, a little bit after unless yeah. there's a unless just like lebron loves to do he's targeting i'm trying to look at the schedule
0: does he got the heat coming is up there, the Cavs, right is there a game somebody?
1: lebron james is targeting for when he wants to hit this yeah. because if there's a game around that time in let's say february or march then you might see lebron try extra hard to hit it on that game i
0: was about about to say like are they playing the Knicks anytime soon <laughs> because if they're gonna be in Madison Square Garden knowing LeBron and knowing the way he knowing the way NBA players just love making history in New York City it would not surprise me
1: he's got the Knicks in staple or oh, whatever it's called now the Crip the, yeah the <laughs> Crip Ugh, I'm so annoyed anyway yeah. uh March 12th he faces the Knicks March but that's 12th. in LA uh, maybe
0: Maybe that's a lot of time. I think he'll break about that. then. I think by it'll then? be broken by Well, he's
1: then. got the Warriors a couple of times before that. That's so, another team. Yeah. That's
0: another team with a lot of history. All right. LeBron watch continues this weekend. Uh, the game I'm looking forward to, tomorrow night, the Dallas Mavericks head into Portland to take on the Portland Trailblazers. Dame Lillard just had a 50 ball last night. Luka Doncic just had a triple-double last night. Two of the most exciting basketball players on the planet. You like buckets, you like offense, you like step back threes and just YOLO shots. Luca and Dame is where it's at. I can't wait to see that game. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers have obviously been on a little bit of a slump lately. Uh, The Dallas Mavericks starting to get it together again, Uh, but they're just as streaky as their shooters around their team. So this game's really a toss-up. You know, I don't know who's going to come out victorious. All I want to see is Luka and Dame get buckets upon buckets amongst each other. That's a hell of a matchup, one of the best matchups of this weekend. I can't wait to check it out.
1: Curious how high that
0: total is gonna be. It's gonna be crazy, right? I think it'll be some sort of crazy parlay, though. No, it has to be. It has can you to
1: just be. go with some nice Dame Luca and the over kind yeah. of parlay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Nobody's playing defense in that game, man. Like I think I love people. Hate, I hope oh, Christian no Woods
1: okay though. What's up? I hope Christian Woods okay. I hope the,
0: he is too. Nav
1: Center, he was a little banged up last night yeah he came back on the floor he grinded but if the Mavs don't have wood mm-hmm. then oh that's a big problem you
0: know it's, it's kind of around that time of the year where like the 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 nicks and bruises are starting to add up a little bit I had the Timberwolves at one of my teams to watch this weekend Anthony Edwards probably isn't going to play Jalen Brown with the abducted strain he's going to be out Kevin Durant's going to be mm-hmm. out for a little bit of time Christian Wood might be out a little bit of time right
1: especially once you get the all-star break closer and closer you hit this point where these teams say let's just sit you Mm -hmm. through the all-star break
0: yeah absolutely get a few a couple extra weeks a couple days to rest and recuperate and get ready for that stretch run to the playoffs so you're gonna see a lot of funky lines from now until february but we'll see how it goes until then that will do it for this day's episode of count it and this week's episode of count it That has been the prop queen, Ariel Epstein. I want to thank her for joining me every single week and day here. Shout out to all my guests, Sean Little, Christina Williams. We're going to have some incredible guests coming in next week. And like we do it every single time, we're talking hoops. We're talking props. We're talking bets. It's the funnest basketball show there is right here. It's counted right here on PointsBet. My name is Kazim Famiwide, and I hope you and everybody you care about enjoy your Weekend. I'll see y'all Monday, people. Take it easy.